Atlanta Penn Weekly. We're back and we're ready to talk about NBA playoffs. Here with us is Sun Penn and Josh Balding. How are you guys doing? Doing well, Harry. How about you? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, just getting excited about the playoffs. We have the Brooklyn Nets versus the Toronto Raptors playing on right now in the background. And let's get down to better for the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I I have the game on as well. I was surprised that Drake was at that game. I was expecting him to be at the Clippers-Warriors game. So, uh, <laughs> nice nice to see him representing. So, uh, you know, he, is, oh, no he way. is a big Toronto Raptors fan, but he is also a big bandwagon fan. <laughs> For sure. You think so? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's cool. Um, you know, I'm kind of written for the uh, Raptors for some reason. You know, I, I feel like even though I like the Brooklyn team, I kind of want these Raptor fans to uh, come home with a victory. Yeah. But, um, hey, anyway, I like both teams. Let's get started. Um, let's go ahead and start talking about the Raptors versus the Nets. Son, uh, what do you think is going to happen in the series? Oh, I think uh, I think for sure. Brooklyn's going to be leading after the first half of the first game. Uh, but, uh, I so think, intuitive uh, of you. Yeah, for sure they're going to. I think they could pull that out. But I think the Nets. I think the Nets are going to uh, win win the series ultimately. But I think it's going to go maybe six or seven games. I think both teams are pretty below average, or maybe not below average, but slightly above average. Um. But I am rooting for the Nets because I think they are the team that will be uh, better equipped to to give the Heat a, a tough matchup. At least let them uh, get some pumps and bruises before they they beat them. So <laughs> <laughs> let's see. So the Heat will play either the the Nets or uh, Raptors in the second round, uh, assuming that uh, the Heat beat Charlotte in uh, in the first round. Is that right? Yes, I think you're right. And uh, what do you think of Brooklyn? I think they tanked the last two games so that they could step into the sixth spot to play the Raptors. Oh, absolutely, man! I I have to say, son, six or seven games for this game surprises me. I, I say this game goes no more than or this series goes no more than five games. No way. Oh, really? Nets Nets win it in five. Anytime you have Nando DiColo playing important minutes in the playoffs as a first fan, <laughs> there's no way your team is is going to compete for anything. Can't score. Yeah. Well, I mean that's true, but like the Raptors, they, they held on to that three spot almost off season in that week east. I mean that's okay. I mean, that's how 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 come the okay. Bulls couldn't pass them up uh, or the Nets? Well, here's here's the thing. Uh, you know, if you have so much faith in the Raptors, son. Who is their starting uh, small forward? <laughs> starting small forward? Is it DeMar DeRozan? <laughs> I don't know. He's <laughs> a shooting guard. Oh, that, what the Raptors are, they're a no-name team. Nobody knows what's going on with them. Huh? I'll, I'll tell you, son. son I'll tell you why they couldn't. I'll tell you why they couldn't pass the three seed. The reason Chicago couldn't get the three seed is because Toronto went into these Western Conference places like Dallas, OKC, San Antonio, won games that they shouldn't have won because no one knows who the Raptors are. They couldn't even name their small forward. And so, when, <laughs> however, when Chicago comes to town, they know it's Chicago, they get up for the game. And so that's why Toronto was able to keep that three spot. But they are not winning for the one game this series, and I say it, will be game two. They're not going to win this first one, and they'll lose the two in Brooklyn. They'll lose the fifth at home. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I agree with Josh. At that point, does Drake take off his jersey to reveal a, a Nets jersey underneath? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so there, uh, to fact check, I think the starting small forward is Terrence Ross, but I don't have to mention lately, so you know. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know. Well, maybe I was wrong then. Okay. 
Okay. Who starts for them? Right. Uh, let's see. Well, sometimes it's, uh, it's definitely not. It's definitely not really gay. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, I didn't even know Amir Johnson start, played uh, started as their power forward. I mean, this is this is nuts. How does this team win 48 games? Is is incredibly surprising. Uh, so, I mean, John Sammons plays for him, and watching this game, I saw somebody with a headman shoot a three pointer, and this missed a brim by four feet. It ended up being John Sammons. Uh, it doesn't look good for the Raptors. Doesn't look good. They're only like five, down by like five, four points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah wasn't it surprising to hear that stat when wasn't it surprising to hear that stat when they went to the locker room that they had more turnovers than made baskets and they're only down five? Like that would give me hope. So. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's not that that could be uh uh that could mean something about the Brooklyn Nets not being very good, which is probably true since <laughs> they are the sixth oh, lead. They they tank to that um, level, but yeah. Yeah, they're not they're not very good as well. But besides, unless uh, they play the Heat. But um, all right. I think I think that's uh, two to one. Son, it looks like the the uh, Nets are going to move on. Uh, in a fight. I said the, I said the, I said the Nets are going to move Wait, on. You, you did you did say the Nets are going to move on. Okay. All right. Let's uh let's go and uh take a look at uh the next series. Let's just go by um. When they're playing. Oh, uh, the next game up. Huh? <laughs> too complicated. Oh, but okay. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know why it's complicated. It's okay, okay, okay. Just go, just go to the next game. Okay. <laughs> next one is uh, the Warriors versus the Clippers. I think it's probably the most intriguing matchup. Uh, Josh, what do you think is going to happen in this series? I think the Clippers will win in six games. I think the Warriors win their two at home. Um, but I just think I I think their least valuable big man is David Lee, and I know that's kind of blasphemous to Warriors fans, but David Lee kind of uh, doesn't space their floor well, and I've always felt that Andrew Bogut was the most important. He's an anchor on defense, and then he's the only big guy – in the middle on offense, and I think without that, I think it's just going to be really, really difficult for um, the Warriors to win. Although I might be surprised, maybe Draymond Green comes in and spends the floor well, hits, a, hits some threes. I don't know, but I just think that loss is so big, and so I, I don't see them. I don't see it going more than six games. I don't see Warriors winning anything in LA. Son, yeah, that Bogut injury is really bad. You know. Uh, he has a fractured rib, right? So yeah. he, could play, he could play, but he said he could also puncture his lung. So he, might, he probably won't play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, I think that the the Clippers will have problems like they do in the playoffs that passed, um, putting a, a front court that can shoot free throws or late in games. I mean they're. Two seasons ago, Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan didn't even finish games. It was Reggie Evans and uh, someone else, uh, Kenyon Martin, finishing games because they could shoot yeah. better free throws. Uh, Blake has gotten better as a as a free throw shooter and as a player, but so but it's going to be important to see if he can make these free throws in the playoffs. If he can't, I could see the Warriors pulling it out. But for some reason, it seems like they take they've taken a step back from last year. It might be. Uh, more teams are playing them harder, or you know they they lost Jared Jack. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I could see this series going along. I, I say it goes seven, and I say that uh, it's the Clippers in seven. Oh wow! Um, you know I'm actually gonna agree with Josh again. I think it's gonna be a Clippers sweep, probably. Uh, Golden State's not a very oh. good home team. Yeah, uh, Bogut injury is huge. He guarded Blake and did a really great job guarding Blake. And he's out, and David Lee uh, has alligator arms. 
and uh, has zero chance of protecting the room against these monsters. And uh, yeah. Jordan, <laughs> you know, and uh, DeAndre Jordan's improved immensely. Chris Ball's still really good. Uh, the Clippers are getting healthy with Reddick and Crawford uh, getting back in shape. And I think Griffin is just uh, a very, very talented player who's probably top five in the league right now. And, yeah, it's, the Golden State Warriors have nothing but Steph Curry, and um, and that's it. I mean, you know, we could we could point out uh, the talent of Clay Thompson or uh, David Lee or Harrison Barnes, but, you know, if you look at it during the season, they didn't play at that outstanding basketball. They're more average than anything. So, without Bogut, the Clippers sweep. Sweep out of series? That's that's yeah. pretty bold. Wow. No. <laughs> so I guess I guess once once again, once again I think uh, it's two one against Sun, so we win again, Harry. So. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, uh, Sun, 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 the Warriors. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and move on. Uh, the next game uh, coming up today is going to be the uh, the throwback game, uh, the Atlanta Hawks versus the Indiana Pacers. Son, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, I think uh, every single game is going to be played on NBA TV. Uh, <laughs> 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 um. Like, no, a lot of people are picking the Hawks to win this series, and they just might. I, I think I read somewhere that uh, the, no, the the Pacers in the last twenty five games have a sub five hundred record. Um, they, yeah, they have the same record as the Hawks. It's uh, yeah, March first, and uh, actually the same thing could be said about the Heat. I think the last twenty five games they have a losing record as well, but that, that's just they're just bored. Um, I don't know what's going on with the Pacers. It seems like they've they're they're taking a, taking a step up, but then uh, they kind of regressed back to what they were last year. They, uh, they I mean, do you believe in a, the theory that Danny Granger kept the team together and uh, Evan Turner's basically <laughs> basically clubhouse cancer that ruined everything? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what what happened to Roy Hibbert? I don't know. Anyway, so many questions about this team. Uh, the Hawks, they, they were trying to tank, but they somehow made the playoffs, so I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Millsap wasn't going to let it happen, I guess. So, I think I think the series goes uh, six games with the Pacers winning, uh, maybe even seven games. But And I would not be surprised if the Hawks won, but yeah, I, I still go with Pacers. Long series. Really? All, all long series so far. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Josh... Go ahead. Oh, I man. So I mean, the Pacers' struggles are really surprising. Like usually, I don't think big on momentum. Like last year, the Spurs were ten and ten, and when they went into the playoffs and then they made the finals. But there's a lot of injuries involved. That's the thing about the Pacers is there's like there's not injuries involved. Like they have all their players on the court. They're just I don't even know. Lance Stevenson dribbles too much. Paul George stopped playing good, and it seemed like he, I mean he just can't. He's not offensively as gifted as he was at the beginning of the year, um, and I just I don't know, but I just can't see the Hawks winning more than one game against that defense. It, that's one thing is they can't put points on the board, but their defense in half court is unbelievable. They're just smothering. And so I don't know how the Hawks put up enough points unless they just fast break them to death um, to to win that game or to win that series or, or more than one game. So I'm going to go Pacers in five, and I say Atlanta wins game three. But I won't be watching no. any of it. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm definitely not going to watch the game tonight. But, uh, yeah. It's weird. Indiana fell off by a lot in the second half. Um, you know, 
Paul George. I don't know what happened to him. I mean, you know, there's a lot of personal things that happened to him. Uh, you know, basically all dead spin stories that happened to him uh, over the course of the year that might have affected his game. Who knows? But they don't they don't look as good as they were at the beginning of the year. But you know, you can't really expect them to sustain that level the entire year. And they are still the first in the East, um, even though Atlanta. Um, got into the playoffs by trying to lose every game. The Knicks were trying and the Hawks weren't. And it's just, it's just how bad the Knicks were. And I think, I think it's gonna be probably a six game series with the Spurs winning, uh, not Spurs, I mean Pacers winning in six. And, uh, you know, forward. Or okay. with that one pick, one picture they took. <laughs> Wait, what picture? Did you not see? They had like this picture. I think it might have been like a, I don't know if it was in GQ or something, but they had this picture where they were looking all suave together. Um, and then ever since they took that picture, they've been downhill since then. And so, I don't know, Network always is tweeting about it. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. Okay, I think I see a picture right now, yeah. You know, I think... Yeah, I see it. That's a funny picture. You know, I think the Heat could have taken the one seed, by the way. I think they tanked so they could avoid the Bulls and the Nets, but then the Nets uh, saw that coming and they tanked themselves, and there's so much tanking going on. But, uh... I think the Heat could have taken it. I mean, they rested their starters when they could have taken the one seed, but I mean, that's, I guess that's, yeah. that's what they wanted to do. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And I guess it it's good for us, but, um, you know, I can't – it's hard to imagine a team like the Hawks who start a, a player named Cartier Martin at small forward <laughs> uh, winning more than uh, two games in this series. <laughs> so – yeah, the Pacers are really good, even though they haven't been playing as well as they were in the beginning of the year. Um, so, looks like that's what's going to happen. Uh, next on the slate is the Portland Trailblazers versus the Houston Rockets. Josh, uh, who do you think is going to win this one? Ooh. Oh man, I think well, I think Houston will win, um, but. This, the reason I think Houston will win, well, first of all, and I know you guys as Laker fans will hate this, but I think the, this Houston team is the closest to one of the early 2011 teams that we've seen, where they have a big man who really can't score, but he's very good defensively, uh, a guard that is the best two guard in the league. There's nobody close. Um, and then you have three-point shooters around him and, and a good bench. Um and I just think, like, that is such a deadly combination against anybody. And I can't see Portland winning um, many games. But I do think they'll win two at home. I think – I think actually, no, I think Portland will win one in Houston, and I think Houston will take one back in Portland. Um, but the game – the series will go six with Houston eventually winning it all is my yeah. – Son? Oh, this is going to be a really close series. I actually think uh, Houston is going to – Play a long series against the Blazers. <laughs> Six or seven games. I think that both teams are good, but they both have flaws. They don't. I don't think either of them play really good defense, uh, even though they have Dwight Howard. But you know, look at the Lakers last year with Dwight Howard, terrible defense. Um, I think that uh, Houston does have some, uh, you know, vulnerabilities, especially on defense and and transitions. I think. Also, it depends a lot on how the refs are calling the games. If they're calling those bump fouls on uh, for Harden, I mean, it's oh. it's going to be hard for any team to beat them. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why, but James Harden always gets those calls. It's just the way he, he throws his head back or something. I don't know. And uh, mm. I think it'll be a really a really close series. I mean, I mean, I think I think the Blazers probably have a better half court team. Offensively, uh, whereas the Rockets, they they kind of push the pace and they kind of find those corner threes on transition. So I think that uh, it'll be close, but the Rockets will pull it off. Yeah, I 
actually do like the Rockets in this series. Um, but as a Portland wins, Portland, um, through all the uh, offensive metrics, are the best offensive team in the league. While Houston is also up there, it's going to be a really exciting series. Two, two teams with a lot of great young players, Damian Lillard, LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, James Harden, and uh, Jeremy Lin. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, I can't wait to see this series play out. Um, you know, one interesting fact is that Portland has not won a series since the uh, 2000 and the 2000 playoffs against uh, when they lost to the Lakers, the East uh, Western Conference Finals. So. It's been a really long time since Portland's Bond series. Um, you know, we'll see what happens if they're able to uh, get over the hump. But, you know, unfortunately, they're playing a team that just has a lot of talent. You know, like you said, with James Harden uh, and uh, Terrence Jones. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you seen uh, Damian Lillard's new commercial? Yeah, oh, I love it. Really yeah, it's really good. Oh, probably one of the best uh, commercials I've seen in uh, uh, basketball commercials in a long time. Uh, <laughs> I just like how uh, David Litter is actually a pretty good actor for an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he wasn't acting, though, but, I mean, uh, <laughs> but I, I think it's one of the better ones since uh, that one where they had Chris Humphreys with his entourage. <laughs> oh my, we need to do a podcast just on good NBA commercials. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Yeah, I think my favorite part of that commercial is, I think my favorite part of that commercial is when uh Carmelo comes in with the hamburgers and the, the hamburgers are just perfectly situated. They're like it's like they came out of a, a package. <laughs> you know, like in a pyramid. <laughs> and uh, let's go ahead and uh, move on then. Uh, for Sunday's slate of games. Uh, the first game of the day, uh, something Josh would be really excited about, is the Dallas Mavericks versus the San Antonio Spurs. Absolutely. In fact, uh, we're planning search around it. We're going to go at 9 a.m. for Sacramento, come back, watch the game, and then go ahead and go my award. So we've uh, we've got Easter ready for us. Um, but uh, I just think this this. I think uh I think this uh this series will be a quick four games. I don't think that uh the backcourt for Dallas can contain Tony Parker. And I just think that they'll be able to put up a lot of points um on Dallas. And I think I think Kawhi can shut down at least one of their one of their scorers, Montellus. I think he'll be able to guard pretty well. And uh I just see San Antonio sweeping that series. Um, I, Dallas has not had success for like since 2010. I think is the last time they beat us, so it's been a while. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Done. I think. Uh, I think this will be a long series for Rick Carlisle in the sense that it will be a short series for the Mavericks. Um, I think that. The, I think the Mavs probably lose in five. I'll give them one game. Maybe they could win at home. Uh, the Spurs are pretty healthy right now. They've got a bunch of guys who only play about 25 minutes the last 20 games. <laughs> um, I think the Spurs are a, a very uh, a good team. They're pro- They're probably just as good as they were last year. Tim Duncan, and I don't think he, has, I don't think he's having as a good a season, but I think also he's probably facing himself for the playoffs. Uh, it's kind of similar to what he was doing last year as well, I think. 
I think that Greg Popovich is a, a, a still a petty guy, uh, judging by the fact that he let the Lakers win in their last game. <laughs> but running the Lakers playoff seating, uh, I mean draft seating, uh, he played Jeff Ayers 25 minutes uh, <laughs> in that game. <laughs> I think of Matt Bonner shot 19 threes left-handed. But <laughs> did Thiago take a three that game? I think so. But <laughs> but I think anyway, it was a tweet that uh, I think it was a tweet that there was like Thiago took a three with 16 seconds left on the shot clock, and I was like, what is going on in this game? I didn't even watch. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Popovich was uh, making sure the Lakers didn't get a good draft pick. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm bitter about that. Um, <laughs> I think the Spurs are gonna, the Spurs machine is gonna roll on in the first round and just, uh, you know, how these masks. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be a real quick series as well. Uh, the one thing that, uh, I think, I'd say it would be a sweep. But I feel like Popovich is going to rest his starters in Game Three. <laughs> um, so I think Dallas takes that game. But yeah, you know, I feel like the Spurs. You know, I think we, everybody respects them. You know, they met the league and wins. They have a ton of talent. They have the best coach in the league. And uh, you know, and I think it's okay that we take them for granted. And I think the Spurs fans also care are also happy that we take them for granted as well because, uh, you know, they just, they like that extra motivation. Yeah. I, I will say this too. I just, I'm very curious to see how Kawhi Leonard, uh, his role in the playoffs, the last half of the season, he has like literally put the team on his back in a few games. Um, trying to win him by himself. And one, one was at OKC, uh, where he just, was taking every shot. I remember Tony Parker was open in the corner on one drive and he went three on one and scored. And so I just think, uh, I, I think he's ready to take over for the Spurs. So oh, I'm yeah. really excited to see that. Yeah. You know, he's kept on selfish there. I feel like, you know, he's been spending the entire first series guarding Dirk and not trying to get any points. And then, uh, you know, and then next year he could probably start doing a lot of different things, but, yeah, uh, you know, the Spurs are just uh, a great team. What, what can we say? <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I, have, I, have, I, have, I have two questions about Kawhi Leonard, actually. First one, okay. do you think Pop, Popovich hired a hypnotist to pretend that he only sees Timmer for dead on the court? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> second question, um, <laughs> When do you think Kawhi Leonard will cut his corners, or will he go his entire career with corners? <laughs> oh man, I <laughs> I hope he goes his entire year with cornrows or career with cornrows. I feel like I don't know, man. Every time I see him, I feel like he's in one of those old Busta Rhymes videos or something. <laughs> um, I just, man, I I hear too like he drives like a uh, some sort of. Oh man, I can't remember the car, but it was like some sort of like old car too. That's just mid '90s, mid sedan. The guy's just he's stuck in the '90s, man. And so, um, but yeah, I just love I love I love how we find these guys. Like if they're not international, we find these guys that are like stuck in in that time period. And so, it's uh, it's great being a Spurs fan. <laughs> What is happening down there? <laughs> I do have a theory too, son. I have a theory that the reason why uh, Pop goes after international players is not only because of uh, of the, the way they play basketball, but also because they are foreigners and they don't really know. Um, they're like, wow, $2 million contract? Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> so they have these, <laughs> these guys from international just – I mean, Patty Mills is making less than a million dollars this year, and he's lighting it up. So, well, yeah, I yeah, kind of made him sound like a slave trader, but uh, <laughs> 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 uh, not not necessarily that. But he's, uh, I shouldn't say that. But he's outsourcing his uh, his players to 
gain, gain a profit. Um, <laughs> but I I find that he he gets corners because they're I think this might be uh, completely wrong, but they're more coachable. They're more willing to listen yeah. to uh, what he has to say, and they're I guess they're they're easy. I don't say they're more trainable, but it's something like that in in the sense where they're willing to listen and improve their games. Um, you know, that's why Stephen Jackson didn't last very long. But <laughs> yeah, and he got kicked off the team with like uh, five games ago or whatever. But yeah, it's interesting uh, how he's just built a foreign team in San Antonio, and they all love it. He's tricking him like. The weather is really nice here, guys. Uh, <laughs> doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> yeah, serious. They don't like they don't know anything about America, so they never leave. <laughs> he's, he's like, uh, you know, if you go to LA, the smog probably kill you. Uh, <laughs> so you guys shouldn't leave. But I, I don't know, but. Yeah, I think it's it's. I guess it's smart though. I mean, he's had a lot of success doing it. Yeah, absolutely. He did say that he does like that they're not entitled. He likes that they play the game. Monarchy. He says he hates the AAU culture, and so yeah. he loves that these guys didn't grow up in it. And so, yeah. although I will have to say Miami's win over San Antonio kind of proves that you know AAU culture can. <laughs> it's kind of important, so I don't know. No, here's the thing, though. I'll say this. LeBron James, with any of those guys, they're successful. And uh, yeah. he's like the exception. Like, all the people say, oh, it works because of, you know, look at the heat. But it only works because LeBron James is on the team. If you have another, you know, superstar, even if you had Kevin Durant, it might not work. Uh, Blake Griffin, you know, Dwight Howard for sure wouldn't work, but you know, LeBron James is an exception to all these things where they point point to the Heat as examples of something working. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a great segue uh, because uh, let's talk about the Heat versus the Bobcats. Uh, son, who do you think you, is going to win this one? Uh, I think the big question is whether the Bobcats will have a lead in the, the entire series. Um, <laughs> uh, I think they will, but uh, they'll still lose the series four teams. I don't know how they're going to pull it off with Josh McRoberts playing big minutes, um, doing behind-the-back dribbles. Um, <laughs> when's the last time you've seen – I don't know if uh, – I don't know. Maybe I think about these things too much. But when's the last time you've seen a, a player change their hairstyle? You know, Josh McRoberts used to have a buzzed haircut. Now he has a mop top. I, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Uh, easily NBA players have static looks. They don't really deviate much from their hairstyles. Uh, Dirk has had the same hairstyle uh, for 15 years. Um, uh, all these guys, they never get haircuts that are different. That Boozer, when he put that shoe polish on his head. Um, uh, Steve Nash, I guess, has got a haircut. But other than that, you know, these guys just really stay the same. Um, anyway, long story short, I guess, uh, yeah, Heat and four. So. <laughs> you don't think they'll have a lead the whole series? I think they, they might go up like six to four or something like that. I guess their question is, uh, will they ever have a second half lead? And I say no, they won't have a second half lead. Yeah. Oh, man, I totally agree with you. And I, it's funny that you bring up Josh McRoberts because J.A. Adane was retweeting who will have podium games this year. People were tweeting at him, and one guy was like, Josh, uh, Josh Jesus McRoberts. He's a really underrated, underrated ball player. I was laughing so hard. I was like, that guy ain't getting a podium game <laughs> against the Heat. <laughs> oh, the only so, way, the only way is if he uh, commits a flagrant three foul on LeBron James. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I agree with you, son. I think this game, this series goes four games. I think. Um, I, I want to say the over-under on shots of MJ is about 20 in the series, um, him him covering his face on the bench or wherever he's sitting. Um, but I just uh, – one thing I do I do not like about this whole series is the whole uh, LeBron feels extra motivation to uh, play against uh, Jordan's team, and I'm just like, who would ever feel extra motivation to play against the Bobcats? And so – but, uh, yeah, I think – 
I think Heat and Four. Quick sweep. Yeah, it's it's gonna be an ugly series. Um and I think uh it's gonna be a real quick one and LeBron's gonna do amazing things and we're not gonna even care because uh Yeah, we're just so used to it and he's not playing very uh difficult competition and you know, I think the biggest problem is the fact that you know, I can't believe these teams like the Bobcats and the Hawks make the playoffs and not the Suns or the Timberwolves. I, I know it's a tired argument, but come on, guys. This, this is embarrassing. Oh, man, that's not a tired argument. I don't know. I I don't know. People say receding, but, like, at the same time, they've, they've had different schedules. But then again, the East is weaker, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's no, just a travesty know. that the Suns aren't in. Yeah. And you look at the point that the Suns would have been the third seed in the East. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. The Hawks yeah. made it, and they didn't want to, and the Suns didn't. I mean, yeah, but uh, let's just go ahead and move on to the next game. Uh, and that's going to be the Washington Wizards versus the Chicago Bulls. Josh, what do you think? I think the Bulls will win this in five. Um, I think, I think that once I think I think Washington's really really um, talented, especially in their backcourt. Um, but I just think once you get into a half court game against that defense in the playoffs and no one really being there before without, you know, no experience. That's the one thing I noticed in this Toronto Brooklyn game that I'm watching is how bad Toronto, like how gun shy Toronto looks. And I'm like, yeah, they've never been here before. They don't really have anybody. I mean, Grievous Vasquez has with the, with the Grizzlies, but that's about it. Um, and I just think once Washington gets into that environment against Chicago, who's been there, We've been through the most adversity of any team um, <laughs> since the bad boys. Um, they basically are, I mean, it's just dead in the water. And so I will give Washington one game. It will be game three at Washington. But uh, I think the Bulls will win, and their highest score will be 92 points. I'm not. Oh, wow. I think the Bulls will win this series in six games. I think the Wizards are pretty good. Um, okay, I'll ask you, who is the starting uh, small forward for the Wizards? <laughs> Trevor Ariza. Oh, you're right. How about... Uh, Trevor Ariza, wow. Oh, he's yeah. been there? Yeah, he's been there. And uh, I, I do like Bradley Beal as a player. Um, I think uh, he still needs a maybe... <laughs> I don't know him as a person. But uh, <laughs> uh, he's a good player. I think John Wall, he's taking a step up, but I don't think it'll be enough. I think they got the Polish hammer. It won't be enough. Uh, but so I, I, I do think uh, the Wizards have a nice team. They had to really crawl to get to that uh, fifth seed. So, you know, he got fortunate with the the Nets just stinking it up. But, um, yeah, I, I do think that the Bulls will win this. Although – Everybody does say about how they uh, they can't score, but they shouldn't have that much of a problem with the with the Wizards. Yeah. How many minutes does Shimmer get? Uh, I don't think uh, I don't think he'll uh, I don't think he'll uh, no. in any minutes. I don't think Thibodeau likes playing him, so I don't know why he's playing there. Should have signed with the Grizzlies yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, once Thibodeau found out that he couldn't move laterally, I think I think uh, it could be BNP for the rest of the year. So, yeah, I, yeah, it's going to be an interesting series. I'm excited to watch all these new young teams play in playoffs. You know, the Wizards being one of them, and uh, we'll see how they they turn out. But um, definitely, uh, you know, Chicago's been in playoffs a lot in the past few years and you know we've seen them just bully teams and beat teams and I think it's going to continue again uh, in this scenario and uh, let's go ahead and move on to the final game of the weekend final series that we haven't talked about yet the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Oklahoma City Thunder 
done. What do you think? Ooh, it's going to be a short matchup. I think that uh, <laughs> I think the Thunder are going to take care of business. I think they're playing really well. I think that they've been waiting for this time. I uh, I don't think that the Grizzlies are are that great, but they're a good defensive team. But they they can't score the ball as you know. It would have been good to have a Jim Rafferty on the team, but you know I don't know why Jimmy didn't want to go there again. You know, I've seen games, not to bring this up again, but the end of Bulls games where they're winning by 20, and he still doesn't put Jimmer in. I mean, he's still playing, yeah. start- he's still playing his starters. I don't get it. He's trying to kill these guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, ask Derek Rose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't, uh, you know, in the, in the locker room, I heard he doesn't, he doesn't even have chairs for them. They have to stand all the time. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's a stand and eat. Um, they don't ever get. They don't. They don't get the rest. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I think that. Uh, yeah, I think that Thunder will take care of this. They're, they're a really good team. I don't think Scott Brooks is that great of a coach, but you know he gets it done. Um, well, he's gotten it done so far, but no championship. And, uh, but yeah, Thunder. Thunder in six. Sure, six. Josh. Well, uh, I, I hope that many Spurs fans don't listen to this, but, uh, I will have to say that Thunder is the best team in the playoffs. Um, and I, I think last year, um, and all the talk about Kevin Brandt and, and how he wasn't able to do it against the Grizzlies and carry the load and he wasn't good in the clutch against them, blah, blah, blah. I think all that is uh has really gotten to him this year and I, I just don't see with or without Westbrook how he doesn't carry that team to the finals. And I think in this in this series itself I think it'll go five games. I just will win game three. Um and I think I think it'll be close games too. I think um I think Memphis will be within a few points at the end of almost every game, but they just won't be able to close it out. They have no bench. Um and so, I just, I mean, they have a weak bench, I think. And unless Mike Miller just goes off against them um, from the three-point line, I just don't see how Memphis can really win more than one game. So, I'm going to go OKC in five. Oh, wow. Um, you know, I actually think this is going to be a seven-game series. Uh, one well, thing, even though, even though I think that the uh, OKC team are going to – win the finals, uh, they have a big challenge ahead of them. The the team with the best record ever since uh, Paul, uh, what, Mark Gasol came back from injury in January is the Grizzlies. Uh, the Grizzlies, I think, were maybe 15 games under 500 when uh, Paul Gasol, uh, before Paul Gasol, not Paul, uh, Mark Gasol came back. And now they're just uh, turning it up. They, uh, they're still really great defensively. They've improved their backcourt with Courtney Lee. He's a better shooter. Mike Miller does some stuff for him. And uh, I think it's going to be a really close series. I think Grizzlies got a lot of grit and grind left in them. And OKT, with all their talent, uh, will lose games because uh, of uh, Russell Rossbrook. Um, at least, at least that's what the media is gonna say. He's gonna—he's <laughs> the reason why they're gonna lose three games. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a really close one. And I do like the Thunder. And the most interesting about the thing about the Thunder is that you know, you know, you have these two camps, and you know, you know, you feel like only the smart basketball fans say, "Oh yeah, Russell Westbrook is needed on the Thunder," while all the other, uh, you know, traditional not already not so smart quote unquote basketball fans say Westbrook is uh bad for the Thunder. What do you guys think? Oh I I don't want to be called not so smart. But I think <laughs> I think that Russell Westbrook is a good player. You know, obviously he's a great player. And I think that if the Thunder want to win the finals, they're gonna need him to play well. I think that he does a lot of crazy stuff. Um but you know that's his game. I mean if he if you toned him down a little bit, you know, maybe he's not as aggressive, maybe he's not as good. I think that he he could cut back on the pull up pull up jumpers, but you know, I guess he likes taking those in rhythm. I guess he thinks that it helps 
space the floor when he or gives him the threat of shooting, gives him uh, the space that Durant needs. I don't know. I, I also think that he's an, he's an, he, he feels like he's an alpha dog, so that he should be the star of the team. So, but then again, that he gets along really well with Kevin Durant, so it's a weird dynamic that they have. Um, not necessarily a Shaq and Kobe situation, but how many more seasons of lose, um, not winning a championship? You know, it might. Uh, so it's going to be very interesting. I think they do need Westbrook to play really well for them to succeed, and they're definitely better with him than they are without him. Yeah, I agree with you, son. I think, I think, uh, I, I just, I think it's part of a coaching problem too, though, is I don't understand how Kevin Durant doesn't take every shot within the last two to three minutes of a game. I don't see how there's even another option, um, in, in a half court set at all. I, I, I don't, I don't get it. And whenever Westbrook is on the floor, you will see Westbrook at the end of these close games chuck up 35-footers um, to, to try to, like, stem the tide or whatever. But I just – I can't I, – and I think it's a coaching problem. I think, you know, no one will go to him and just – or call a play and say, you know, Durant, bring it up or whatever. It's, it, and Durant's got to do that. He's got to be the one who, who does that. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think they are obviously better with him. I don't know if they could beat the Heat with him, though, uh, to be honest. And uh, and one thing about that, the Memphis series, speaking of bad coaching, that Memphis wins games is if Scott Brooks decides to double in the post. If Scott Brooks decides to double in the post, then they'll lose more than one game. But if he lets them one-on-one, then I think uh, Memphis doesn't have a shot. Okay. Yeah, what do you think of Ken- Kendrick Perkins as a player? Is he, does he deserve any minutes? <laughs> I no. I personally I personally believe, and I know people hate this, but I definitely think Kendrick Perkins is valuable to OKC, and I think he should play uh, 20 minutes a game. I think no. he has. Yes, 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 guys. His deepest. Uh, I don't. I, I do think that they would be more lethal with a small ball lineup with with Durant at the four. Like I definitely believe they'd be more lethal. But I do think he adds a lot of value to the team. And even Derek Fisher, I don't know how the hell he's still out there, and I don't know what he's doing, but he's very valuable to the team too. And I, I don't know how it works. But that's not the things that I condemn Scott Brooks for. I condemn Scott Brooks more for doubling in the post when he doesn't need to. Um, Playing, uh, not giving the ball to Kevin Durant, giving the ball to Kevin Durant every single play, the last two to three minutes of the game. I think those are the two biggest faults of Scott Brooks, right there. Uh, what about him wearing hipster glasses? <laughs> I think he's just trying to be part of the team. <laughs> um, now, here's a question: about- uh, Would you, would you guys trade Westbrook for James Harden right now, straight up? Oh, no. I have to um, say no. I just, I, I just, mm-mm. I don't think uh, James Harden for Westbrook would work because uh, James Harden, they're both, uh, he's not as athletic as Westbrook, and and he definitely does not play defense at all. Uh, so I think Westbrook is a better defender. I think that he brings that edge as well. That Thunder kind of need. I think I think that kind of rubbed off, rubbed off on on Durant too. That edge. I mean, when he came to uh-huh. think he uh, he was a nice, uh, not a nice guy, but he's a quiet, reserved guy. But this year, he's just uh, you, you can tell that he's uh, he's playing with that edge, and he's just uh, he wanted uh, he wanted more. He wanted more guys, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's ready to. Uh, uh, Hurt some uh, guy's feelings out there who thought they were his friend, but you know, uh, not on the court. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I actually think that um, the Thunder would be better without Westbrook, even though he does a lot of great things. He's a great player, but can you imagine Westbrook on a different team and how that works? You know, 
I I can't see myself. I can't see my carrying a team. You know, he'll always be a second banana, and I don't know. Uh, you know, if it's uh, if it's the best fit between those two players, it's just it's just that the stuff that Westbrook does is just uh, just takes away from Durant's abilities. I don't know if it's yeah, a great but, compliment. Well, they. Yeah, I don't know. They made it to the finals, like Denny and Bells with Harden. They've had a lot of success even without Harden when everybody thought they wouldn't. I think that I I also can imagine it, you know, in a different uniform. I, I do every night. Uh, him playing for the Lakers with Kevin Love, 2016. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, with Jabari Parker, you know, uh, you know, you know it's, it's, it's fun to think about things that three years in advance because your team's not very good. <laughs> only thing you can do, but yeah, it's a good question. I don't think I think those two players are still pretty similar in what they do in, as far as on the court. Harden and Westbrook. I mean, a better question would be maybe would you trade Westbrook for Steve Nash? You know, that'd be a great trade. <laughs> All right, that's uh, you guys got anything else? That's our uh, first round NBA preview. And uh, you guys have any final words? Go Yeah, go uh, go Lakers next year. 2009. <laughs> 2009. I, wish, I wish the Lakers could do more games in the playoffs. Uh, they extended the season. Maybe we'll get some yeah. yeah. lower in the draft. <laughs> oh, I, just, I think I'm just thinking about Mike Dan coming back. Just so sad. <laughs> you guys don't think he's going to, do you? Yeah, I think he's coming back. No way. Yeah, no way. They're gonna throw. They're gonna throw next season. The Lakers are. Oh, even though they don't. Even though they don't have a first round pick, I think they're gonna throw the season. I I guess my last question then is who wins the draft lottery, and who gets selected first? I think I think Wiggins is gonna go first. Uh, I think I think uh, I think the Jazz are going to get first pick, and then they're going to take Wiggins and uh, cause a riot in Salt Lake City. Oh no, no, that's the, that's the, that's the only thing. If if Wiggins will go first, unless the Jazz get the number one pick, then Parker will go first for sure. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I could see the Jazz just not doing it for some reason. Just <laughs> no way, no way. Also, they'll sign Jimmy for dead off in the off season. So. <laughs> the all Mormon. I don't team. know why they don't want Jimmy for dead. This is the strangest thing. They do want Jimmy for dead. Uh, they do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's that. Um, and we will see you guys later. Thank you. Okay.